0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Revelation Hour. Welcome to another of our topics this morning. Welcome, Mars.
1: Welcome. Thank (laughs) you. You're you're welcome.
0: Thank you. Uh, Why don't we start praying first before we uh, begin? Let's invite the Lord into our midst.
1: Father, we just thank you so much for this morning. We thank you so much for this time. We thank you, Father, that where two or three are gathered in your name, you're in the midst of us, and we continue to give you thanks for, for coming and joining with us. What a privilege and what an honor. So, Father, we just pray that you will have your way this morning, that you will put the words in our mouths, and that you will order our footsteps, every thought, every, everything that will come from you, Father, every word, and that you will have your way this morning, For those who are listening, Father, we just pray that you will speak to their hearts and they will receive that which you want them to receive from what we speak about today. Mm. We pray that your peace that surpasses all understanding will continue to guard their hearts and their minds in Christ Jesus and ours also. And Father, we thank you. We give you thanks and praise for being the author and the finisher, for being God, the Lord Almighty. And there is none like you for being the Alpha, the Omega. We just thank you so much that you are God and that there is none like you. And we give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Well again, it's lovely to uh, to be here this morning. As yeah, yeah, interesting, interesting. Um, what was I going to say? How did you find it last week when all who come and share? I think it was brilliant, isn't it?
1: Yeah, we had really really good feedback from everyone. Um everyone was just really um thankful. Uh, lots of great feedback. Um Olu said he enjoyed himself. It, the time went really quickly and even we didn't even finish on time and there's so much more. I think we had four questions for Olu and we only only one of them um was answered, so we didn't actually get to all of the the questions through all the mm-hmm. questions, so because of that we were asking him already would you mind coming back <laughs> um and he is happy to do so so for that time we'll let you know in advance um and just to get your questions ready and get everything ready for when he does return we'll let you know um in advance so you can get them ready and we can get your questions answered F- so yeah
0: fantastic fantastic so um just uh to remind um our listeners this morning in a different platform, they can just uh, watch, listen to Revelation Hour through our YouTube channel now um, that we have. So please, uh, if you're going through the YouTube channel, um, please make sure to subscribe it as well. Um, Also, uh, we obviously have our Facebook page, so you can uh, as well um, connect via our Facebook page. And uh, the other thing as well I was going to mention is Um, You can also um, send a text message via WhatsApp or email us directly at info at revelationhour.co.uk. So, um, I think I'm pretty much done with all this beginning and let everybody know where to, um, you know, access it. Quick question. Um, At the beginning of the show, I think a few weeks ago, we spoke about... um, Matthew um, William Enter uh, came on the show and Carlos spoke about gardening as well, and I just uh, wanted potentially if you can just update us about how the state of the garden is because you've been doing a lot of work over the last few weeks.
1: It's <laughs> um, coming on nicely. We thank God that it is um, coming on nicely. Um, we've we we've we're growing a few things this year. Um, as as we said before when we, when william was on i hadn't really put much in the ground for a few years, so it's probably been about four years five four four years since we've really grown anything um and um so this year we and as we were saying it's just it makes sense to kind of grow the things that you normally eat um so what we were trying to do is to grow things such as you know the kales and the broccolis and the carrots which we go through and the cucumbers which haven't really they 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 died (laughs) um so yeah so as as little saplings they died so they didn't actually come through so um yeah but they're the only things that have died off but tomatoes onions um and then herbs so things such as rosemary sage basil um fennel have grown for the first time which is lovely i tasted it yesterday it's absolutely got a beautiful flavour never tasted fresh fennel before mm. um so yeah and what else do we have lettuce we've got a few nice lettuce coming up um and yeah so it's yeah it's it's been quite nice um watching watching them develop um so yeah it's been really really lovely to watch yeah things grow um from seed and I you know I think I love the way that God speaks to us when Mm -hmm. he speaks to me when I'm in the garden um you know just uh, the thing is you know when we're looking about how we begin in we began in seed form and how literally we can put a seed in some soil and we can get food from it I think I mean it blows my mind you know so it's just like you put this seed in the ground and then you can actually get food to feed you. Mm. And, you know, in the Bible, you know, he speaks about that in Genesis, he's given us every green thing for food, you know, and, and it's just, he's calls for us to actually begin in seed form and and then for us to be able to grow. And and then as we grow, then we can actually nourish others. And, and the thing is with food, it's the same, isn't it? We've mm. put the seed in the ground, it grows, but then the way that it is if you get heirloom seeds you can actually get seed again from the f- the food that you've grown so each year you can actually go back and get more food from that which you've grown so you've got a constant cycle and provision and and for me it also talks about the way that god provides his provision mm-hmm. so yeah i when i as you can imagine when i'm in the garden i go a bit deep you know but um so you know um yeah, God really speaks to, to me through through gardening. He really does. He really, really does. And Fantastic. it's a, a beautiful time where it's, um, I just find this peaceful and relaxing. And there's been a lot of scientific evidence to prove that gardening is so good for you for yeah. so many different reasons, physically, because of the physical side of things, but also mentally, because it actually helps you to relax. Mm. Um, and, you know, they've shown, shown that, Um, psychologically it's it has so many great benefits it can help with with uh, anxiety can help with depression it can help with with us as as people being able to when we actually when we actually connect with the soil and that's another thing that God has been speaking to me about is that when we connect with the soil I've spoken about microbiome before but the thing is there's microbiome in the soil so the thing is it's just um, when we connect in that way it's um, we actually get replenished as well um our microbiome on our skin actually gets replenished when we com- in, come in come connection with the microbiome in the soil so it, there's so many different um really great um things that happen when you garden so uh, for me it's not just about seeing things grow it's about also god speaking to me and me growing through that as well so Fantastic. yeah
0: Fantastic. well make sure that everyone um, begin to share whatever they've been doing in the garden. So we can actually, um, uh, see the different progress, um, you know, so it it is wonderful, uh, to begin to, uh, to learn how to grow your own vegetable. And, Mm. and really, as you said, it's not only the effect of nutrition it's also the effect of peace and, you know, um, really depression against depression and so on. So it's, it's very, very, very good. Um, Mm. One of the things that we always spoke, and it is a bit where we always look, um, really seen our revelation is seeing the word from God's perspective. And, and I think that all the stuff that we've been doing and all the um, words that we've been having, uh, the show that we've been having over the last few years, and especially over the last few months, uh, has been really geared towards it to really beginning to see the world where God wants the way God sees it and, mm-hmm. and you know having people like yourself you know really helping us in terms of health and, and nutrition and people like uh, William who came on the show you know giving us a few tips on gardening um, Nicola on family parenting and, and, and all last week we spoke about mental health It's really kind of helped us to really see more and more from god's perspective and and uh, as we said in we are beginning to build this community within but you always have to start you know from the ground you know and always to start from the way god sees us and, and really god's preparing um the generation for what's to come now we know that you know for some of the messages that we receive some of the pastor that spoken and the word that we spoke about we know that in a way, what's been happening over the last few months has uh, got to create an ushering, an acceleration in a way that the New World Order is going to be bringing in. And we saw this pyramid, so we don't really want to go back too much into it. But it is interesting to think about the enemy tactic, you know. And God has always remind us, you know, as we find in First Peter 5, 8 and Second Corinthians 2, 11, to be sober, to be vigilant. Because he said your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And and Corinthians said, lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. So for us, it's very important that we have this balance between be aware of what the enemy is doing and continually seeking God's face. You know, in terms of finding how to deal with it and Him preparing us uh, for the next season. And I think that when we looked into um, this topic that we're going to be looking now, which is the new normal. That is a new term that has been mentioned a lot in the news. The new normal. And I looked back, you know, and thinking, I don't think we're ever going to get back to the life that we used to have before. I don't know, I don't see that happening now. I think there's so many things that has impacted our lives, uh, even spiritually, as well as physically, that when the government say that we're going back to normality, it is a normality to a certain extent, but it is a new way of seeing things, a new normality, because so many things have been happening. So. The truth is, as we're looking into this topic, what has changed since the lockdown?
1: Mm. That is the question. Yeah. Can I say something in terms of something that just came to me in terms Mm. of that before we go into this? I think also in terms when you said, things are never going to be normal. Um, um, And I think when we look from that perspective, I think sometimes it can bring about anxiety in people. Um, people can be f- become fearful. Um, they, because they're thinking oh, it's, things are never gonna be normal again. Um, and the mind starts racing. And I think one of the things that when I went through all sorts of different things psychologically, one of the things that the question was raised was, but what is normal? Is there any th- such thing as normal? Um, And I think the thing is, we need to ask ourselves that question. And I think when we kind of come from that seat and from that perspective, we look that and the thing is, what is normal? You know, um, there isn't such a thing as normal. There never has been a normal. Um, But the thing is, people like for security's sake to think that there is a normal. Um, And your normal is different to my normal. So there's never really been there's been a collective so to speak normal Um, but i think if we come from that place we can actually become anxious but if we think about it from there's never really been a normal um then we can actually then come from god's perspective about what he what our normal is
0: and this is why i always mentioned we need to begin to see the word from god's perspective Mm. because as we begin to see the word from god's perspective then we actually understand how God sees the world mm-hmm. and especially where we are in terms of positioning in terms of gifting in terms of what we bring into the heart to bring the kingdom of uh, of God on earth in terms as you would you know one of the description that we love uh, in our family is seek ye first the kingdom of God and holy righteousness and everything shall be added unto you and it's really now about seeking God's kingdom because As you said, what is normal? You know, the world has created a normal way to do things. So the world is going through the way it's been created. But now, what they have done, they have not created a new norm, which the world's beginning to adhere to it. And this is what we're going to look into. And I like the thing that you mentioned about the anxiety side of it. And, And I think it is important that as we look into the changes be t- taking place always remember you know the sovereign God mm-hmm. and and I think one of the things I always remember and in in one of the scripture that always helped me and always made me remember is a
2: scripture on
0: Peter we
3: were given two days ago and in
2: Jesus mm-hmm. you know he has his eyes fixed on
0: jesus and he walked on the water and as he walked on the water what was happening is that he was walking it was something miraculous was taking place and as soon as he took his eyes off jesus he began to become what people call normal he began to sing because naturally speaking men cannot walk on water but because Jesus was there Jesus was basically guiding him he walked in water so for us it is very important that as the world is switching to a new normal a new way to do things we need to continue to see the world the way God sees it from God's perspective Um, but I love that what you, you mentioned in that sense so what has changed that is a question that we ask ourselves. Um, many things, you know, and hopefully we'll be able to look at them. What has really changed in that sense? Let's look at this in a bit more detail. The first thing that we talked about, remember weeks ago, we talked about this 5G uh, technology and we know that the top countries with 5G include South Korea, UK, Germany and the US and you mentioned about the side effect of the 5g which is probably mostly 4g and wi-fi as, as you mentioned as well before and they actually recognize that indeed it can cause radiation sickness burn cancer and even genetic damage but they are more focused on bringing artificial intelligence system into our world and for that they need a technology that be able to handle it because that technology will be able to provide what they say real time data collection and analysis. So when we think about it, we're talking about a system now that's gonna be collecting a lot of data. Now data is information about people and data can be collected through a camera system. They can be collected through your phone, they can be collected through your email, they can there's many ways to collect data. And I think that this 5G, there's been a lot of conspiracies about the COVID and so on. I think for me, the main thing for them was to be able to implement a system that be able to process enough data at the speed that they need to be able to have more control over a wider uh, population. Now, there's been talk during the lockdown that they've been installing those those 5G and I think there's been a lot of uh, discussion about it. The interesting thing is that indeed they have been installing 5G and um I have actually on my way to drop some laptop to a friend, which is very. We live in Kent, so on on the way there we're fifteen minutes away from my friend's house. And uh, when I went the first time, there was nothing at all there. I was driving, it's a plain it's a countryside. You driving, you can spot if there's any five G tower in a um, you know in a miles, but it was nothing there. And I pick up the laptop, blah blah blah. Two weeks later this is what i saw we um i was driving back and they literally installed this 5g so now this is not from the youtube this is actually something that i filmed on my phone i actually stopped because i was actually shocked about it so they actually literally installed 5g technology uh, right there and I think this is what's been happening
1: 5G tower the area that it's in it's, it's complete countryside there but the thing that's very close to it is uh, an Amazon warehouse mm-hmm. um, and what they've been talking about for a while is to actually deliver Amazon packages via drones um, so it would be something that is really necessary for the drones to be able to work that they would need 5G technology to be able to do that mm. um, because I thought why in that area because it is completely a desolate area it's it's you when you start driving along those country lanes as, as our friends say if you don't know the lanes if you were driving there at night you would fall into ditches because you have to know the roads um so it's in the middle of nowhere um so for them to then just install 5g there it really wouldn't make sense mm-hmm. but then i said oh okay um what they did a few years ago that the, the um, the Amazon warehouse, one of the major warehouse distribution um, warehouses, came. they came here. So, all of our packages in this area and beyond come from there.
0: Mm-hmm. Very, very good, isn't it? So, th- the thing is, regardless of whether there is a conspiracy or COVID conspiracy linked to the 5G, I think that is irrelevant uh, in this season. We're never going to find out whether it is. Um, it could be, it could not be. Um, we're not here to discuss it those kind of conspiracy but what it is relevant is the fact that there's been discussion that they've been doing some installation during um, the lockdown and that is actually the proof as i filmed it myself on my phone beginning to install those 5g technology and as i said it is to facilitate the introduction of artificial intelligence which will enable them to really collect uh, high level of data because 5G is a quite the bank they need a quite a big amount of bandwidth as well to be able to that. And, and I think most of the company now in this world are really beginning to adopt the 5G technology, especially the interesting thing, Marcia, yeah, is the fact that now there is a change in the way companies operate now because they will allow people to work for more and more often. So they will have to install a bit more in terms of increase the bandwidth and the internet connection uh to allow basically those company uh to, you know to be able to uh to function. So for that what they need they need a higher bandwidth and they need a high technology which the 5G is, is really uh what this is all about uh in that sense so that was one thing now the other thing social distancing um for those who've been doing shopping and going out uh that has been the thing and especially in terms of the regulation that has been spooned here, so here does this definition: social distancing, also called physical distancing, means keeping space between yourself and other people outside of your home to practice social or physical distancing. Say at least six feet, which is about two meters, to be honest, from other people. Do not gather in groups, stay out of crowded place and avoid mass gathering. Now, this social distancing is a very interesting. Um, because obviously there have been it, it has been the way to um, f- fight or reduce the spread of the disease but there's been many changes do- during this let's talk about church for example mm-hmm. you mentioned something uh, as we have in our discussion about you know the Christian hug or the holy kiss and so on you know my question is, as we look into the social distancing, are they going to remove that social distancing when they are sure that there is no threat of any disease or are they going to apply the social distancing for any kind of disease or flu and so on that may come in this country which will definitely affect how people do business which is affecting in terms of our church meetings in that sense. Which the interesting thing, one of the things that has been affected, even though we're still gathering online, we lost this touch. We lost this, this feeling of really... I remember, you know, when there was a crisis 20, 30 years ago. If there's a crisis, the first place that people would go to is church. They would flock to church building and seeking for prayers and, and forgiveness or help or so on. But it's not church Mm. There's no church at the moment. We do church online and we still get people connecting online. But that person that need help. What about this homeless person that just turned up in church because he's got nowhere to go? Or this woman that just run away from a domestic abuse. Those places 34 years ago, they were the first instance in a time of crisis they will never close churches because churches will be the place when people will seek faith this is where faith is so important in that sense because when people lose hope church was the place when they gain hope in that sense but this social distance is what is done and i'm not talking about just work environment and so on i'm just really focusing this morning on church and you mentioned something about the holy case and the um also the um um what you mentioned it as well you mentioned something as we're having the discussion about mm, the gathering yeah. of yeah people. the bible
1: speaks clearly that we ought not to forsake the gathering of the saints absolutely um so when it comes to that you know we're gathering online but we're not gathering physically um and this goes against god's word it may be law and, and this is what we were asking we we're speaking between ourselves and saying okay well be interesting to hear what pastors say about this but we know that certain pastors in America they are, they're still gathering in their churches it's their church building so what they're doing is they're going but they're they're actually practicing social practicing social distancing so they're not on top of one another they're practicing the social distancing but they are gathering together because they, as far as they're concerned the word of god is clear we are not to forsake doing that we are to come together still the gathering of the saints needs to continue. Um, but also, you know, when it comes to that, it's just like that is to do with um, how people feel about it, whether they feel safe to do that, um, whether they feel, whether the pastor feels that they want to do that, whether you have your own church building and you're able to do that, because if you don't, then certain people, our church building, for example, is closed because we don't have our own church building. So, you know, there are there are many things to take into consideration But the word of God is clear on that. You know, and also that when we ought to, when we meet together, that we ought to greet one another with a holy kiss. You know, the Bible speaks about that. So most of the time, we don't even realize that we're doing it. We, when we meet one another in church, the first thing that we do is we tend to give one another a hug or or a kiss, or and it's a natural thing for us to do. I also spoke about the fact that you know sometimes, as a mother, when you have a new, young-born baby, Mm -hmm. or you know, sometimes you don't actually want to give them to anyone. You don't want to give your hand a child, a child over like "Mm -hmm, no this is my child and um, so, but when you go to church you know everyone wants to hold your baby um, and it's just like oh let me have a hold and it's just like how is it, how is it going to work with that in terms of social distancing and sometimes as the baby gets older you you trust your church brothers and sisters with with your children so it's just like they would normally hold them you know they'd say I'll take them off of your hands during the service and and it's you know as they're getting older sometimes it's really welcome you're welcome you're like thank you (laughs) you know i can have a bit of a breather and listen to what pastor is saying today or i can listen to the preaching i can listen to the word i can do something i can have a bit of me time as a mom you know um so what happens there there's there's a lot of dynamics in church you know
0: it's, it's quite interesting because one of the things that has been mentioned um in terms of the social distancing is the fact that when they bring in that social distancing the whole world are there to it it was very easy to get people uh in home and secluded and i think one article was mentioning that they didn't even need to have martial law for that because people went willingly secluded in those places because Mm. of this fear of the of the covid and and the interpretation of what he said how people get affected and and that's
1: the thing Mm. i think they the whole thing i think they they had military on standby and they still do Mm. in terms of if there is an uprising of the people and there are riots and people do not adhere to the the things that have been suggested um but the the thing is that we as a people we did. We did we adhered to that um quite quite nicely, we did mm-hmm. that. Um but it was through fear. Mm-hmm. When you speak to most people, it is a fear factor. Absolute and the sense. media has done abs- an absolutely phenomenal job with that. Mm-hmm. Um and we have as well through social media by spreading all sorts of things Mm -hmm. (laughs) um all these different things that are coming we we have done that and we're wanting to make each other aware of it Mm -hmm. um but it's also there is there's a certain anxiety or fear if you're not kind of rooted or looking to the lord and even if you are it's just like there's certain things that come in and you're like after a while for Mm -hmm. me it was just after after probably a few weeks I was okay this Mm -hmm. is enough and i just i i felt Uh, An anxiety coming from somewhere and this is not right. Mm. So I was like, okay, babe I need to just lock off from this now. I don't want to hear anything more about it I need to be in the closet and for me I knew I needed to go and spend time with the Lord Mm. and I needed to spend quite a quite a bit of time in order for me to Be able to get back to that place of peace Mm -hmm. um, And to be able to really hear what God is saying about was saying about it because the thing is You know God is in control, Mm. you know Regardless of what's taking place around us, God is in control. He still sits on the throne. You know, he's still in control. And everybody who has been put in these places of authority, you know, God has put them there. He is in charge. Mm-hmm. You know, so if we move from that place, from that paradigm, and we allow all these different things to come in, then what will happen is we will then be swayed or anxious or fearful um, and it's and you can literally move from that place in a second. Absolutely. You know, and, and this is why we have to be very guarded. We have to guard our hearts. You know, we have to guard our minds in Christ Jesus. We have to continue to do these things as people. And that's why I was saying our normal is is him, you know. Um, this has never been normal. You know, if we, we sit back and we look back at how the world has been, you know, it's been normal to us because we've been going and, and we've been part of the system. But when you stand back from the system, it's never been normal.
0: Absolutely. You know? Interesting thing. I mean, we have uh, found out a a little video here that we want to share uh, very quickly in terms of the element of fear. Um, In that sense, how the media has really kind of pushed it is...
3: um, into, um, so, here we've got part of a table which appears at the end of the document. It's called a P's. That comes from the title of the columns acceptability, practicability, effectiveness, affordability, spillover effects, and equity. And I'll say to um, David, I'll, I'll come to, to you on equity in just a moment. But look at what it is saying down here use the media to increase the sense of personal threat, use the media to make people fearful. And why do you do that? Well, psychologists have been telling us all weekend, you do that because when people are fearful and stressed, it is easier to use applied behavioral psychology to get them to do what you want. It even admits that this could be harmful. But of course it only describes it as a spillover effect this is a bit like talking about collateral damage instead of saying thousands of people innocent people killed in a war
0: interesting so as you mentioned it very very clearly there is this, this sense of it and and i think for us as believers and i always said it it is very important the scripture clearly said that god didn't give us a spirit of fear give us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind, and we have to remain sound in the midst of those seven. And it's quite interesting that you mentioned a lock off from all these things, a lock off from all these what the TV is showing, what the media is portraying. In that sense, to really kind of put people uh, into into the states of and using social distancing uh, as a way of it. The the other thing as well that we mention and we say, as we say and say, social distancing will affect employment. Churches, activities, and relationship as well. And one of the things that are very important is how, if you were looking for another job, for example, is what would be the prerequisite for you in terms of the interviews. Now, for those who are looking for work or those who be looking for jobs before, there's a certain things that take place. You get a series of different interviews, and then you get picked up. Now, there is talk that is going to be added element to Jobs opportunity, jobs employment, such as your medical history in relation to the COVID nineteen, um, such as um, testing. You know that we're going to be talking in a, in a few minutes as well. Those are reality that this new world is facing now as people are coming out, the easy out uh, from the, from the lockdown when they will now be uh, facing um, th- this as well. So. That is very, very interesting uh, in that sense. And I I had a discussion and employment are really looking to nail a new law and regulation because at the end of the day, they need to protect their asset. Then you also need to protect themselves because if they were to employ somebody who had the COVID and was in that sense infected um, their, their colleague, then it will have a tremendous repercussion when it comes to government and fine and and so on so those are the changes that's really taking place and and that is reality the other thing that we looked into as well and um master you mentioned i don't know whether you want to talk to us a little bit more is in an element of test and trace i know they've been trying this technology over the last couple of days and it's they're they're having a big few issues to get it work but as we had a discussion before, you mentioned that they employed a 20, over 25,000, I think they hired about 50,000, what they call it, contact tracers. Do, do you know, wh- what are they exactly, those contact tracers?
1: Um, basically, I think what they're doing is they're training people in this. Um, what I saw, um, the basics of what I saw was a um, an American university who were offering online courses that was about three weeks ago um, in to do with contact tracing, training people on what it is, um, how to go about doing it and how to be able to get jobs from it. Um, this is not something that's going away. Um, they've created, for them to actually have created a course for it. So when it, when I first saw it, I was like to John Mark, they've got a course on this, <laughs> you know, this, this contact tracing stuff. I said for them to have a course on it courses are just not written overnight um so the thing is obviously what's happened is you know they've done their stuff and they're training people on it um and they are offering you know like sometimes you see all these courses for IT and all the rest of it it's it's very similar um it's an online course um you can do it um online um and you can do it distance learning and um, yeah, they're, they're training people to be able to fulfill these positions because as far as they're concerned, they're saying it's gonna be something which is very big and very necessary and it's been rolled out throughout the world, um, so. Wow.
0: And as you can see here, what it says here, the NHS test and trace system would see anyone who develop COVID associated symptoms told to self-isolate and get tested and they said around 25,000 are contact tracers, they will actually go contact people who return positive coronavirus tests to greet them on the movement, and they're not associated. Now, we're looking at this in terms of the coronavirus at the moment, but let's move forward when they can actually apply this system to any type of group. We've seen it with the Terrorism Act, you know, when we had 9-11. 9-11, 9-11. 9-11, and then also the different terrorism act that's took in place. Now, this act hasn't been removed. It's still there, because obviously they will still see a threat, to terrorism threat. Run. Now, terrorism is really based on what the government see was a terrorist. Now, in the future, whatever system is in place, whatever Antichrist ruling, that will be some of the act that will be used, I believe, against Christian, You know, target them as... Terrorists in that sense, but that is fast forward. But what I'm trying to say is now, these new things are nicely implemented, and there's nothing wrong with testing people and, and tracing what it is. It's how do you use this technology? How do you use this information. You know, information? And again, it is again a situation when information is collected, you know, is collected and stored um, for future purposes so we have seen those stresses uh, unfortunately it's not really uh happening at the moment and um, i think they've been crashing they're, they're launching it um, the government launched it this distress app and it's been crashing over the last two days so they are still working to get things sorted properly now this is a big thing because we spoke about it we mentioned it especially when it comes to vaccine that we're going to look into this in a minute but those, what I picked up here is not the old act. It's COVID-19 Act 2020 and has been running really out since, I think, March, February, March now. And one of the things that I picked up is the Schedule 21. Because the Schedule 21 is where there's been a lot of conspiracy people talking about people being taken from their home, their possessions being taken away, and so on. So this is what he says here. So we can actually analyze it, understand it, as this COVID-19 Act 21 from the schedule uh, Act COVID-19 Act 2020 from the schedule 21 will work when it comes to this. The first thing that he says here, he will provide extensive powers to public health official, police and immigration officers that exist for the period that the Secretary of State has declared. So they will have the possibility basically, they will have a certain amount of power to be able to people who actually been um have the symptom of COVID to go through this act and to have the ability to basically force them to be tested and get whatever medication they would bring to them.
1: But I think what's interesting there is that it says exist for the period that the Secretary of State has declared. Absolutely and that's his um, other thing. Because normally when they bring laws into into place they don't revoke them. No. So they don't go back. If you look at politicians, you look at politicians over the years when they've said something and they've brought it into power, it's very rare that they will go back on the word or change legislation. And I
0: don't think that they would revoke this law because they will apply basically this uh, COVID-19 Act 2020 to all kind of disease that they may encounter and other things that may come up uh, later on. So it says here, the coronavirus constitutes... A serious and imminent threat to public health in England and that the power conferred by the schedule will be an effective means of delaying or preventing significant further transmission of coronavirus. He also said a power related to screening and assessment will mean a direct or removal of a person to a place suitable for screening and assessment with the requirement that the person must be informed of the reason for the direction removal and that it is enough an, off- an offense with a reasonable excuse to refuse to comply or absent. Mm. So that is another thing as well. When they will have this power to basically remove people from wherever they are if they suspected those people to have the COVID-19. Now he says here, they can also detain the person if they are reasonable ground to suspect that person is potentially infectious for up to Forty-eight hours, if a public health officer; twenty-four hours, if a constable can extend for further twenty-four hours, and three hours if an immigration officer. So basically, depending of who's checking you out, they can detain you for up to forty-eight hours, Mm. depending if you're, you know, if you're from an immigrant, if an immigrant, then it's three hours straight away. It is a very interesting because. As they built, as they created this law, Act 19, we talked about this gentleman who mentioned, and you mentioned that as well, that in America, they were forcing people, there was a law that actually was making vaccine mandatory. And, and I think, what I was going to ask you... They were you, trying to, yeah. Yeah, they were trying to. While I'm seeing it, I'm seeing this act being obviously you know bill works you know they expand it, they extend the bills depending on the situation now in terms of this crisis that we're talking about and really what it is the restful vaccine because now they are not looking to find a vaccine for it they could basically put the COVID-19 2020 act and add this element of uh, People to get vaccinated now. At the moment, you don't have to be vaccinated. You know, you can't be forced to be vaccinated. Regardless, so some article that has been going through the internet and the conspiracy, the law stipulates that vaccine today, it is non-mandatory. You don't have to get vaccine, but it is encouraged. They will encourage definitely people. Once the vaccine is here, they will encourage people to get vaccine, and eventually. You know, who knows? What's your take on it?
1: The thing is, I think this is why, and I've said this before in terms of vaccines, and I I will continue to say that not all vaccines are bad. Um, And we've had vaccines for years and I'm not anti-vaccine or anything, Um, but it's the it's the adjuvants in vaccines. Um, it's the things that they add to the actual vaccines that are not the virus itself but they they need to buy bi- the virus needs to bind to them um, it's just like vitamins if you have a certain vitamin you need to have another vitamin to actually help to bind to it to help it to actually be able to go to the place that it needs to get to in the body um, and that's what adjuvants tend to be um, but also in that in this case with a, with adjuvants Um, And what we're finding over the years is that they are extremely toxic and they the levels of the adjuvants in the vaccines are extremely high, far higher than um, they're meant to be. So my thing is with anything like this um, and we we need to know what's in it, you know, um, and we need to be educated on it. And but obviously when it comes to mandatory or not. It should still be every person's right to choose whether they have a vaccine or not, because you could have a person who, I mean, even if they are, they do have um, COVID-19, for example, they may want to naturally get rid of it. They may not want to take a vaccine. Um, and you have people like that who have and cancer and they don't want to do chemo. They just want to treat it naturally. So why is it any different when it comes to Which this vaccine? Which is very
0: interesting as well because many of the people that have been contracted some since the, some, some the COVID-19 have been basically self-isolated themselves and they, you know, the body healed. Mm. For many cases, you know, we are looking in the news and always talking about the death cases and, and the people infected. But we never hear the numbers of people that recover from the va- from the actual COVID nineteen. It is not something that is pretty much mentioned. When you see it on the news, you also there. You know, this is the rate. This is the people that died today. But nobody referred to the people that actually recover from the actual disease. Well,
1: you do have people who are saying it, but what's happening is they're putting it on Facebook and then it's taken yeah. down. So, but you what do I'm, do I'm saying, is doctors. the news. I'm talking. Yeah, in generally, the news. no, they don't mention it. Not, not
0: in the, the masses figures, the not figures. in the masses no and I think they should basically show that they should also show the people that recover from the actual um, disease as well because it is important but as we mentioned it and now we look in this video there is an element of really creating that element of fear really c- keeping people into the, the, the mindset which is very interesting now we spoke um about Bill Gates <laughs> Bill Gates mm. has been mentioned so much when it comes to Vaccines, and when it comes to how is moving, uh, uh the, the world in that sense. I mean, obviously, we understand there is um an agenda in terms of depopulation. So, Henry Kingston just said, this depopulation should be the highest priority of foreign policy towards the third world," which isn't quite an interesting one. Thinking, then Bill Gates just mentioned this as well, as you can read, um. Um, on it as well and that's very interesting now we're not going to be talking about Bill Gates because again he's got his agenda and that would be part of another topic when we begin to speak about um, the club of Rome and also a new uh, a new club that is created which is called the good club yeah the which is club. which is actually the billionaires. Um, f- over three thousand the mm. most most of the billionaires people mm. are there to this club and they're meeting once a year discuss affair of the world how they can control mm. the world what they can you know what what they can do mm. um to make the world a better place in their own mind in essence and you got very rich people obviously we've got the bill Gates there but we've got people like also like Oprah Winfrey we've got many people that actually involved in this free uh, what they call the good club here is a new club so something that we will be sharing where we begin to talk about the different clubs that we'll be mentioning about the good club as well but that is interesting thing one of the things that i wanted to mention and i know for fact that to find a vaccine you can't find a vaccine in six months so here they mentioning it, that it can potentially find a vaccine under 18 months when actually the fastest vaccine ever been made is five years Mm. I remember having this conversation with you and you mentioned about those testing and so on mm. um that they needed to test I, I, can can you can you explain that to us a little bit more
1: Well normally what they do is they normally do um they do they do clinical trials So first of all they they do things which is in vitro so they do things which is like in a petri dish they will take um they will take coronavirus cells and they will actually put the vaccine in with that to see how it tests and see whether it will kill it so they what's it called in vitro like in a little petri dish um so they do those in labs but then eventually what will happen is they will have to come out and they, they will have to test it on people um so they do um they do clinical trials um so on sets of people and this is i think some some of the things because they've already started um they've already started um producing certain vaccines Um, towards this and they were saying that they've tried it on certain groups of people it's very quiet about that but they haven't the results um, coming back weren't that great so of course because it's it's been kind of rushed through um, but because they're saying because of the 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 severity of things we need it as quickly as possible so they've been trialing it Um, so yes it it does need you need time to develop um, but there's there's a race for who can find the vaccine? I mean, First because system. the thing is, with vaccines, you have different laboratories who are developing. So it's not just like um, the world. The world leaders have said okay, or the World Health Organization has said okay. Well, we need a vaccine for coronavirus, and they get a certain place to do it. There's a place in Surrey that they're here where they've been. Doing, trying to develop it. There's places in um, in America, obviously. There's places in China who have mm. been trying to do it. There's places in Italy, um, labs there. Everybody in each country will have their own lab is who is trying to work towards this because that, of course, there there is there is monetary um, gain for this as well for those organisations. Um, so yeah,
0: very interesting. One of our listeners um, just mentioned is that uh, the trial in Oxford and people die there
1: okay and
0: also um other essentially sick um when quite lk when quite is it uk or mm. lk i think it's mm. uk men mm. here in the uk when quite mm. so th- there is this these things as as you mentioned about this race and that's why i mention it the race for vaccines but it, it seems rushed it seems very very rushed and and, and mm. i think this uh this ideology of people wanting to vaccine seven billion people on on this earth, uh, yeah. But
1: the it's thing is, uh, is it, to me, it, it doesn't really make sense because it's just like you saying, it's like we're and I, I I get that because they're saying we're kind to, we're we're going to try and protect everyone. So rather, it's like the the flu jab, okay. Rather than it, it's like prevention is is better than cure. So rather than wait for the flu to come to you, let's just inject you. But the thing is, you could have a person who, if they don't have any underlying reasons or underlying health issues, or they don't have any reason to be getting the flu, why are you giving them a flu jab? Absolutely. And it's just, it doesn't really make sense. And even with the person who is like that, okay, um, are these adjuvants, are they going to cause other things to occur in this person's body you know are we asking are we looking at the people individually no we're not we're looking at a a blanket approach let's just it's like the bomb Hiroshima is it Hiroshima you always say Hiroshima Hiroshima. it's like that okay let's just just put a bomb on the whole thing it's just you know and and just kill this coronavirus I mean it seems like a very for me it's a very odd thing to do yeah
0: but it is not as well something that you mentioned uh when it comes to uh, chemo as well is, is mm. it's not the same thing when you actually <laughs> just gotta drop this toxin into the body and then kill the, the good cell and the bad cell as well in the same time and trying to just uh it, it's it, you know yeah. there's not much difference to be honest yeah. you know that's treating people with chemotherapies and you know i mean i don't know much but there for is what a i know
1: there is a difference but it is i i get what you're saying but the thing is at the end of the day it's even then as i said in the beginning or before is that it's a person's choice people choose to have chemo people choose to actually go and have the flu injection people choose to actually take antibiotics people choose to actually have high blood pressure tablets people choose to have you know certain medications but here it's like but you don't have a choice this is the best thing and it's been pushed. This whole fear factor, it's been pushed that this is the best thing for you. But for me, I always ask questions, why? Why is it the best thing for me? Why, what are the side effects? And the thing is when you're been asking questions, it's like, well, you shouldn't really ask questions. You should just take it because it is the best thing for you because what's gonna happen is you could die of COVID if you don't actually have this. And it's like, but I'm quite a healthy person. Um, I, I kind of know how to take care of myself. So why would I actually go and have an injection that then could do something else? If a person is very sensitive, for example, they already have autoimmune issues. So autoimmunity, for example. So they have autoimmune issues. This person is sensitive to everything that is going, mm-hmm. you know. If they have hay fever, if you know they they drink something and, and it changes their whole blood sugar level and their hormones go out of whack and you know, all these different things. You put an injection like that in them? What's going to happen to them? And these are the questions that I ask as somebody in the health profession. I just, I'm always going to, so, but if you do that, what is going to happen to that person? Even if you, for example, some people, they, for example, use the a different washing powder mm-hmm. or they're exposed to a, an air freshener and it, it completely messes up their hormones.
0: And, and I think this is why we need people like yourself and other minded people who actually understand the um hormones uh pathology and also the human body as a human body react um to certain things that is given into it you always mention about toxins you always mention about you know find out what you put in your body whether it is for drinks whether it is for nutrition what Mm. you eat uh, what, what you, you breathe, yeah, you what put put you put on, what you drink, your yeah, water, absolutely. your you
1: know, your the creams that you put on your body, the shampoos that you use on your hair, you know everything. You know, I you know it's not just what we put in our mouth; it's what we put on our bodies as well, and they all affect us. You know, um, we're, we're surrounded by toxins. You know, it's there's toxic build up everywhere, and you see it in our bodies. You know, when there's a uh, you know a disease in our body it's it's normally because our body's out of balance but what what's happened for it to be out of balance so the thing is it's just with the vaccine thing it's just for me it's like ask questions do do our homework and and see whether it is the right thing for us and for our families just, just just straight away you know that's what i would do
0: fantastic Thank you, Dr. Marcia. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a name in the house yeah. now. She's been amazing. She's been amazing. All right, the other thing that affects the new norm, uh, the new normal, as I said, is the cashless world. Now, that's been on the pipeline as far as I know since the Second World War ended. <laughs> you know, they always wanted to create this cashless society because, again, um, creating this society allowed them to... Uh, dominate control it's all about control and that's the thing that we need to realize everything that is done from what we've seen is all about having control uh, on the masses uh, as we looked into it so we've been you go to the shopping in asda or whatever shopping you shop you actually encourage now not to use cash but to use your card and if possibly your phone so you can just you know touching your hand and then doing and this transaction is so important in terms of having a cashless society because they cannot create a new currency which is a digital currency which is not traceable. when you have cash in your hand people don't really know what you buy you know you go and you buy you do your goods but when you use um, a cashless system mm-hmm. they know exactly everything about your purchase your habits and it's easy for them to sell you whatever they want you to sell in that sense you know i mean most of us know you go on your computer you are you watch something for a second the next minute you tap it again what pops up the things that you watch it and they give you a price for you give you how you can get it and so on so there is that element of really knowing um what people uh do with their money so they can obviously control it now new technology has been in place there's a lot of technology that has been impressed but one of the things that really uh interested me in this technology you can actually um have a look at it as well it's called finger pay when you begin to pay with your finger you know all your information is stored uh, on your finger and you go and do your purchase so you don't need a, you don't need your phone anymore
1: how's it stored on your finger
0: they actually are uh, pricked um some data inside i think i saw the video before i sent the last week two weeks ago they pricked some information on your on your finger it's more like a mini microchip, uh, and then it stores everything so underneath underneath your underneath skin, skin. everything's stored underneath your skin so all you need to do you go to purchase put your finger in and a purchases man and obviously and they know exactly and that is another way of controlling so we got a finger pay which is actually one of the new technology for the Cashier Society. society. many many other technology that has been in place but this is one of the things that some of the companies are beginning to adopt in, especially in Europe here so they believe that that could be something that maybe roll out um, very very shortly in some of the uh, big firm as well the other technology that we mentioned and we saw this is drone Using drone to detect people from the COVID uh, by analyze, uh, analyzing uh, your temperature as well. So these drones will fly over and will be able to detect a person' temperature and be able to trace whether this person got the COVID-19. Now, for me, this is a very dangerous thing, very, very dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. Somebody's mentioned as well in terms of sub thermal uh, fingerprinting. Thing yeah so that's what it is in in your finger the interesting thing about this technology the drone are very very dangerous and we've seen already amazon is kind of rolling out those drones to be able to begin to deliver um, their goods to people as well and what is the best way to do it no contact no human contact in that sense you know disease flu can drone a drone just drop your goods here but that is very dangerous because now they can obviously using this drone capability um using this drone capability to first of all to detect temperatures doesn't mean because you got a temperature that you got a COVID-19, but it is, as somebody said, a real
2: violation. violation.
0: And it, it is a real violation. Mm-hmm. It is already operating in Australia. Is going to be operating in America and they're actually now looking to get it operating in Europe, so they're bringing this in, in Europe, and that was designed for military purposes, but now they redesign it for uh disease purposes when they will be able to get the go-heads and to be able to get those drone fly out, detect the people who have a temperature, and then from there they will be able to use the COVID-19 act 2020. And begin to detain people if they have to this is
1: this is absolutely um, I think for me it's scary because things go wrong um, and I think that's the thing for me because things go wrong they have a plan in their mind about the way that it's meant to work but then things go wrong you know it's it's a computer <laughs> you know really and it's collecting information it's collecting data and as I said again we're just treating everybody the same you know a person could have a temperature for many different reasons absolutely you know it doesn't have to be COVID-19 so this it, it, it's nonsensical to me it doesn't but make it any is, sense
0: it is nonsensical as you said but unfortunately it is how the world is moving in that sense and as you said every technology has good size to it but it's who using it and what is the purpose of mm. it and I, and I think that those drones are really beginning to get a future. What I what I understood is was it last year, was it last year when we had um we had somebody flying a drone in Gatwick Airport or and yes. they were trying to, yeah. to stop him. So now yeah. people can really drive you can't really take a drone and just take it here and you have to have a license for it. Mm. So unless you are um unless you are from the government and the government approve of it, you won't be able to drive those drones. So now we're talking about drones to be deployed in countries, in probably areas, parks and so on. And they'd be able to use excuses that we want to use those drones to detect criminals, you know, drug dealers and so on and disease. So and people seem to people accept it because again it is sold as a way to get people life better. But the truth of the matter is it is a violation mm. of rights of you know of privacy absolutely the other uh, technology that we mentioned briefly is called vaccine tattoos now you go to the doctor you get a vaccine you get an injection syringe on your body on your vein, and so on this is will be put in your fingers so pricked into your fingers and he will inject the actual vaccine but as you mentioned it in our previous chat it is not only injecting vaccine also injecting informations <laughs> so they can now detect trace and know whether the person's got a vaccine based on these vaccine tattoos so as they're using the the devices they'll be able to tell is has got vaccine based on what they receive this is is something that Bill Gates want to is actually being pioneered by Bill Gates Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. this is something that he wants to be rolled out in every organization that will be using vaccine eventually Mm -hmm. what did you Mm -hmm. want to say
1: I was going to say, is basically, is this like biometrics? Because it you is. actually have everybody, your, all your information so you can continue to store. All your medical history yeah. will be stored yeah. in that tattoo. Yeah.
0: And they'll be able to tell you which vaccine you had, which vaccine you haven't, whether you're late for a certain type of vaccine or not. But that is something that they actually, technology that they're actually looking to now rule out. And because of the COVID-19, it actually has been accelerated mm. to be now implemented. Um, I don't know which country first we're going to implement, but I would suspect that the, the states will be probably mm. one of the first countries to implement this before it's beginning to be ruled out everywhere in the world. Um, and then we spoke about it. The media factor. We saw this video. The media has been so important mm. over the last few months. Instrumental. Instrumental over the last few months to really bring that message of fear uh, to the nations. Mm. So much that now the leaders of this world are sometimes making irrational decisions because of the fear factors sometimes they are aware of what's taking place sometimes they are not but media has been placing a measure 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 been a measure uh, factor in this and really created this element of fear factor now the other thing that I wanted to mention here and that is very important I don't know if you realize it back in the days people would actually listen to God's people as part of giving in advice and how to go through crisis, that has changed now. That has changed. What's taking place now is scientists are now scientists' views has now become more relevant, especially COVID-19. They're taking advice from scientists now. They're the one who are actually um, calling the shots. They're the one who actually said we need to have social distancing because that would reduce the uh, spread of virus they're the one that created these five steps in the, in the UK to ease the lockdown depending on the, on the on the rate so they have come to this point now people are taking scientists view over uh, other views as well and that could be a very dangerous thing <laughs> that could be very dangerous so most of the leaders now are looking to the scientists view the other thing as well to mention is we have heard so many test that has been done where this is this is the world with the COVID-19. If you take aspirin, you know, we may run some tests that work. Now there was six months a few months ago somebody mentioned um even the cigarette can work against the COVID-19. So there's been so many tests and so many views, and scientists' views, but it's been taken on board by people in that sense. And I think that the fact that they close churches in a sense and now allow people to rely on God's faith to be able to fight this disease and have to be secluded in an online version of meeting in that sense. And really listening to scientists, what the scientists say is when it comes to COVID-19, show how the world is really shifting um, in that sense. One of our other listeners in terms of the new technology said that some of the Scandinavian countries have it already Microsoft companies when it comes to the vaccine tools. Mm. Somebody has mentioned here we need more Christians in a science field. True science point to God anywhere. Only this is not represented much at all. Absolutely. And that's mean, what yeah. I was going to mention. Yeah, it. I was going to say that. This I'd is what we need. As a matter of fact, we need we need people of god in every spheres
1: of influence and yeah. Influence mm-hmm. is
0: so important mm. you know it's so important that we are included everywhere whether it is media whether it is science whether it is politics whether it is education whether it is health anywhere very important very 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 important in that sense mm. uh in relation to the new technology um, one of our listeners mentioned that the um, Scandinavian country have it already, Microsoft Company, chips in hands already for works and food and tracking. Yeah, yeah.
1: We, we I think we spoke about that in on one of our shows. We showed um, in the Scandinavian country that yeah. they were getting food from a vending machine, but also um, that they were using it for access. You know, like you'll have a card. I mean, when I worked, I used to have like a card that would let me in throughout the building. Um, and that was my card. It's personally for me, so everyone knew where I was and what I I was doing, and security-wise, they would be able to track me. Um, Now, it's just a chip. You know, you don't have a card anymore. You have a chip Mm -hmm. in the wrist or in the hand, and you just swipe that across these these doors or these entrances or these vending machines, and it will give you what you need or allow you access.
0: Mm. Mm. Interesting. So... (laughs) When we look in all this, Mm. the new normal, you know, in terms of technology, in terms of social distancing, in terms of vaccines, uh, and so on. There's one scripture that really points to me. It's Psalm 910. It said, those who know your name trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. I believe that this season, it is such an important season for us to Stay tight to Jesus to stay close to him. As you mentioned it, the fear factor is out there to get people fearful of what's taking place. But I believe that God is calling us as people to really trust him. Not only to trust him, I said it before. Begin to engage with him and ask questions. You you love to ask questions when it comes to health about you know why this was that. And I think we need to begin to ask questions to our Lord and ask Him okay, that's okay the world is moving, we need to know what's happening, we need to see what's taking place what do I need to do and how can I trust you, you know really have this element of trust, this is really the word that's keep coming to me, it's trust in the Lord with all your heart I can't stress that enough for us in this season I had um, a vision two, two three days ago where the Lord showed me said three waves the first waves is passing in the name of the COVID-19 but there's a two more that are coming and what he said trust in him hold tight to the Lord that's exactly what he said to trust him and to hold tight to him in this season God is preparing us. God is doing something in each one of us. Said the woman, "Is really preparing us to get ready. Get ready. There's people out there that are going to need the Word of God. Non-believers. They are that I want, but many will. Because what's coming, it is a succession of waves, and that's what I heard—a succession of waves." one after the other i don't know what the other two waves are they can be financial i have no idea i didn't even know what the first wave was when the lord asked me about this crisis that was coming for me i always thought it was a financial crisis i'd never expected that it would be something like that would paralyzed the whole world but while the whole world is paralyzed the church is growing
1: mm-hmm.
0: the people of god are are, are growing and maturing People of God are beginning to pray. They're beginning to really seek. There's a sense there's a real increase, you know, in the word of God. And people wanted to see God's face, wanted to to trust him, wanted to really, you know, just do God's will. Seek it first in his kingdom. That's really what they want. Mm-hmm. Somebody one of our listeners here says this. He said that God. He says I like, can I say something? God show me on the way back from South Africa, and I think that that's something that we will discuss it and we will share it when appropriately, in that sense. If you want to share this now, we can allow you to share this. Yeah. So I'm going to put you on mute and allow you to share what you saw. John Mark? Are yeah. to you? Yes, yes we are. Okay, am I allowed to say what God showed me? Yes, please.
2: Okay, on the way back from, coming home from South Africa, which was the uh, 17th, 18th of March, I stopped over in Joburg connecting flight, mm-hmm. and that evening in the hotel, I was walking to go and get a shower, and it's like I went in a trance and God spoke to me in a very audible voice, picture and audible voice, and he said, Mark, don't worry. Um, this is a, a major trial run. The COVID oh. is what we're gonna use. It's a major trial run. Mm. And they'll do this in three hits <laughs> and as the hits come along, they'll they'll bring in each instrument, but but they will come up eventually on the on the third major hit and they'll say, Look, um We've learned some lessons from this COVID and how we need to do it, etc., etc. Bear in mind, I don't know nothing about crazy, nothing. Mm. This day. And um, he said they're going to come up with a device and that device will be, will be um, planted or a tattoo or some form, that device will be placed on your uh, right hand. Mm. And take the device, you have an app on the phone, you put the device to the app on the phone and then a menu comes up. So say, for instance, like your furlong, which you've been having, you want money. So it'll come up there, um, wages, You the device, because you put the device on the phone, it has all your bank details, all your, your information, your tax, your national insurance, and that goes to the, the, the uh, furlong thing in the government. And it puts the money straight to your account. Mm. So there's no delay in all this stuff. This is how they'll sell the device. And then you'll, you'll go like you, you're not feeling well. You push doctor or clinic, and then a triage. What you showed me is a triage robot that will take the information, test everything, and then he'll come back to you and he'll say, "We are sending an ambulance to your address. Prepare, <laughs> or we're sending a, a medical officer, whatever." Right? That's that's how this device is going to work. So as I've been listening to you guys. And as the time's gone on with this trace, I'm thinking, wow, Lord, I mean, he showed me many things. but I'm just sharing that Mm -hmm. because what you're talking about is on track. And what God said was, this is is the system that Satan's going to use. They'll be fully operational, this tracing track and everything else. And he said, money, they're making it so that um, they'll take away the money. They'll take away your, your credit cards. And everything will be working on a device system. Mm. So the app to phone. And now this is all just a trial runs up to, as you guys know, I believe you mm. know it already, mm. up to this controlling. It's all about Satan have to have in place a control system where there's no money. Mm. But without the mark, you can't buy or sell. Absolutely, The cult is a ploy. It's nothing. It's a mm. ploy. And that's what God showed me. Mm. So back in Mark. Mm. And I've just spent three months in township in in South Africa. I hadn't even seen the news or nothing. Mm. Um, So I'm just letting you know, God's been showing me many things. Like this lockdown, they're bringing you out of gradually. he said, it's herding. He said, they're herding you. They want to herd in the beginning. Mm -hmm. They have to have at least 60% or more to have the virus, to have the, uh, so they're showing you to have an antivirus blah, 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 Enter vaccine antivirus vaccines, mm-hmm. um, he said, to lie. But, so, but he also said to me, which might shock a few people, um, is be careful what you're praying for. I have to let, I'm the alpha and, I'm the alpha and omega. I have to let these systems run their course. Mm-hmm. I've already dealt with it.
3: Mm-hmm. Because
2: I'm the alpha and omega. It's done, it's dealt with. Mm. Uh, I've got to let the system I have to let Satan have his way. Mm. Otherwise, if I don't, I can't be just at the final judgment on him. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's what we we're yeah. going
0: to talk about. Absolutely. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Martin. Thank, Martin. thank you, 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 so you so much. much. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank mm. you. Yeah, and that's exactly it. <laughs> and, and that is a complete confirmation of mm. where we we're going to hand mm. into this uh, this topic today. Mm. Is, it is a trial. And I've always said from the mm. beginning... What we've seen is a trial run of what's going to take place. And as a church, it is important for us to understand yes, there is that element of fear, but we always have to rely on what the Word of God is saying mm. because these things need to take place. That's right. We, we can't, th- this one thing that we can't avoid is what the Word of God says. Mm. And the Word of God in the book of Revelation, chapter 13, really says this. In those sliders, mm. that, that the system will be such in a way that no one will literally be able to buy and mm. sell unless they have the mark of the beast. What does it say exactly? It basically says that you cannot trade, you cannot buy food, you cannot sell goods, you cannot go to work, you cannot have medical, you cannot have private care, you can't go on holidays, you can't do anything unless you have the mark of the beast. But in order for this mark of system to be in place... The whole world has has to to be in agreement. agreement. Mm. And this is the first time in all of history history Mm. now that we are beginning to see the whole world in agreement with the new system that they want to implement. The
1: new world order. The new
0: world order. Mm -hmm. And it is so evident now that now they can just come out, put everything about the plan of the new world order Mm -hmm. for the next 10 years on Google. You can just Google it, and you can see the plan that they have for the next day for the new world order, because they are very confident now that what they've been trying with the COVID-19, which allow, like I said at the beginning, they were allow people. They tested this, these things of social distancing and and lockdown. And what happened? We haven't seen any riots when it comes to the lockdown. Everyone pretty much are there to this lockdown they were able to shut down everything they were able even to shut down the churches mass gathering the people of god would pray together they were able to shut them down so the power of god could be diminished because that's a satan's ploy to diminish the power of god because you know that the power of the saint is prevalent the bible says when two or three are gathered together is here so what they did they removed satan removed that they removed the churches, the Sunday services, the cell, you know. Um, Holu mentioned last week the power of cell, the power of small group together. There is a dynamic when you meet with people and pray together. In the book of Acts he mentioned this. Mm-hmm. They were in the upper room. They were not mm-hmm. online. They were together mm-hmm. in the upper room praying with one accord. And when they pray with one accord, the power of God was, was released. Mm-hmm. So it is very important that we understand that God is still working, even our online session. It is still working, you know. God is everywhere, so He's still working with us. And really, gathering, as he says, some of say, is coming Definitely together. Is coming together yeah. And it is,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: what Satan's did, he mm. stopped that. Mm. He stopped that.
1: But the thing is, what you must we must realize is that Satan is is always will always oppose God. You mm-hmm. know. Um, so in the Bible, it says that we mustn't forsake the gathering together, mm. but what he's done is actually made us forsake that. And, yeah. and the thing is, this is why you have people who know the word and in there they have conviction in terms of the word and they will not stop gathering together. Absolutely. They will not do it because the word of God is very clear mm. and they will not stop gathering together you know so the thing is at the end of the day and that's why i say it's for us as a people to come to that place where Mm. for pastors for congregational members for um for everyone to be able to come to this place where we can actually get the revelation that Mm. true revelation of the word absolutely where the word of god says this so this is what we're saying because for the waves that are coming (laughs) for the waves that are coming yes it's. We, if we know your name we trust in you yes for you Lord he's never forsaken us and the thing is it's important mm. that as we, we there's no time like now where we need to stand on the word of God no time like now
0: and absolutely and I want to echo one of our listeners who says in terms of gathering of people and we haven't mentioned this but also the new normal in churches is people beginning to enjoy the church online mm. but that's you know yeah. this is supposed to be a stopgap for us because we can't meet physically mm. but the gathering of the saints is paramount mm. really we need to begin to understand that and i love some of the churches in um in america they said we're not closing we're not closing our churches because we believe that this is the place where we meet. Mm. This is a place where we meet together, so mm. we're not closing. Mm. And I think that as a church, the problem that we had here, and maybe is the fact that we don't have our own building, which makes things very difficult. So for us as a CLF, CLF for example, mm. we don't have a church building, so we restrain in that sense. Mm. But I want to say this to you guys. Listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. Yeah. You know there is a easing of the lockdown when you can meet up to six people. So begin to meet, begin to meet physically, and begin to pray together when you meet physically. Mm. It is not only about having the barbecues and and put the grill there and enjoy. It's about praying together. Mm. So as now we have this opportunity to begin to meet, let's begin to meet. Mm. Let's begin to meet in mm. small group mm. and let's begin to pray That's together. Right. He says. Because Two or three two are gathered are That's, That's what he right. said. Two or three are gathered together. He says, I I'm am in, in the, the midst, midst of But let me say something again. He says this. Yes. The vision of to me says this and I read it to you. Three successive waves to eat the earth. One is already passing in the form of the COVID-19. Two more to come hold tight make sure you are holding the lord tight fix your eyes on jesus and hold tight to him for two more waves are coming this is not my wrath upon the earth it is my wake up call for my people and i always mention it what is taking place at the moment is to wake us up to begin to prepare Mm. to begin to prepare and i said this is why the word building a community within is so important But it starts now with prayer. It starts now with each other. You know, and I keep saying, guys, if you can meet with one another, begin to meet a small group and begin to pray. Begin to ask the Lord. You know, another of our listeners says this. We can rejoice because the word tells us what will happen Mm. we are able to prepare and that is the beauty God has given you the Bible he has given you the book from Genesis to Revelation Mm -hmm. from the beginning to the end he said I am the alpha and I am the omega but he has given us the end he tells us exactly what is going to happen and he tells us exactly who is going to come he tells us exactly what system is going to be in place and he has given us a discerning of spirit about how the world will move you know, we are going to do a topic on the Antichrist next week or the week after. I'm sensing to really teach and really speak on the Antichrist in essence. So we're going to be looking on the Antichrist. You know, people believe that it's there. I believe it's out there. I believe it's, it's already beginning to work under the scene. What we are seeing, what we are seeing at the moment is the establishment of the system. So when that system is fully operational, then he will be revealed. And when he's revealed, you will see how he comes. The Bible said that he will come with is a very disruptive man. He's a charming, a very charming character. But he's wicked. He will go by schism to get to the top. By the time he gets to the top, digital currency will be operational. Whatever we spoke about, the new technology will be operational. Different laws will be put into it. we haven't even mentioned some of the law that the government in the uk has been passing while we were in a covid while we were on lockdown when it comes to education for example and so on things that we would like to touch next week but uh you know guys it's late we're running late now and i'm very sorry for the time that we spent It's 11 26 we weren't meant to finish 11 o'clock guys if you have any question, please feel free to uh, send us your question we want to answer if not, babe would you like to pray
1: <laughs> yeah, <that's close. laughs> father we thank you so much for this time we thank you so much that you are a god who speaks and you speak to your people and as we continue to seek you we can find you if we seek you with all of our hearts father and father we just pray that we will continue to have listening ears to hear mm. what you are saying holy spirit at this time and as Sean has mentioned about us, to be able to discern the spirits in this season and this time and going forward as well. And Father, we just thank you for everyone who's listening. We pray that your, your peace, that surpasses all understanding will continue to guard their hearts and their minds in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we pray, Father, that you will continue to reveal your heart to them, reveal what it is that you want them to do in this season and going forward. And Father, we pray that we will all be obedient to do that which you've called for us to do. And Father, we thank you for grace. We thank you for provision. We thank you, Father, for your revelation. And we thank you, Father, for strategies. We thank you, Father, that every single thing, all our needs you provide for. And Father, in, a, in accordance to your will so we thank you we commit this time into your hands and we plead the blood of jesus upon each and every single one of us and we thank you and pray in jesus name amen
0: amen again guys if you can contact us this is the addresses facebook page as usual twitter we're on twitter we have an email address and again i said it last week guys if you need prayer uh please feel free to send us your your prayer request Using the WhatsApp chat, within the email address that we've got, and we would love to pray for you. You know, I think it's very, very important that we continue um, to pray together. But it's been, uh, it's been great. It's been great. It's been great. So, guys, we we'll see you next week, same place, same time. See you next week, guys.